Hey guys, welcome to Unapologetic Expressions. I am your host, Lilia Raquel. Y'all, it is 10.04 on a Thursday. I almost got caught slipping and did not post. I want to be so transparent with y'all about how my procrastination works. I am a person, and I have just recently learned this about myself, that needs structure. And once I get into the groove of doing something, it is very important that I stay within that groove because the moment I deviate the moment I switch the schedule the moment I change the plans is when this procrastination spirit really starts to kick in so as y'all know I only posted one time last week even though I committed to posting on Mondays and Wednesdays I only posted on Monday because I decided later in the week to work on my poetry album so when this Monday came because I hadn't posted on Wednesday I just kind of like was in this like I had to force myself to do it if I'm just keeping it 100 and then I told myself okay instead of posting on Wednesday because I feel like that's too close to Monday I'm gonna post on Thursday right and before I know it I woke up today it's Thursday and I'm like oh I'm working from home so I'm a little more relaxed and I'm like oh I'll do it later I'll do it later it's 10 o'clock y'all and I'm just doing it now so the point I'm trying to make is this is why I think it's so important that we as people are self-aware aware so that you can know yourself and it only took me about a week to realize that hey you're backsliding you're getting off track to check myself to get back focused so I think that is going to be one of my biggest challenges during this um, quarantine during this social distancing is being isolated and relaxed enough that I kind of get off track of being focused. So it's definitely going to be a challenge to stay on task. It's definitely going to be a challenge to stay consistent with this podcast, but I promise y'all, your girl is here to stay for now. (laughs) I'm just playing. Like, I'm here to stay. I I feel like I'm going to stay consistent with this, for real, for real. So we back, but I am going to be posting on Mondays and Thursdays from now on. But the main thing I want to talk about this week is not me and my procrastination, But it is being a parent during this coronavirus because it really got me feeling like a full-time parent. And I'm going to be real, I don't even like kids like that, (laughs) like especially my own. And when I got like when I got the email, the school was going to be closed until April 10th and possibly longer. And they were expecting me to homeschool these kids. Y'all, I legit almost had an anxiety attack. Like, first off, being a stay-at-home parent ain't for everyone. Like, I I am self-aware enough to know that it takes a special type of woman to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I need that adult interaction outside of my kids. Like, I don't want to be up under my kids 24-7. That sounds horrible to say. But I need that little break away from them, you know, like... I I can admit that I love them to death. I love the quality time we have, but I'm, I couldn't see myself being at home 24 seven. I'm not an arts and craftsy type of person. I don't like, mm -mm, I can't see it happening, but you know, you, you can't say what you can't do until you've had to do it. I've never really had to be a stay at home mom for an extended period of time, but I feel like being a stay-at-home mom as well as being a working mom as well as having to teach them is going to be a challenge. And based on social media, I know I'm not the only one wondering how the hell we going to survive this little pandemic. So 
I just really been thinking how I can make this transition as smooth as possible because one thing that I have learned is being optimistic is so important. And a lot of times you cannot change your situation, but you can change the way you perceive the situation and that may in turn affect how you handle the situation. So I've been thinking of some ways that we can make this transition smooth. And I thought I would offer y'all some of the tips and things that I've come up with that I'm going to try to put into play. So practice. So one of the things is you really got to examine the energy of your home. Like I remember growing up, y'all, my mom used to have our house dark as shit, like dark, dark, like foil on the windows, dark, just no light and I used to hate it even now when I go in my mama's house she like her house dark and that ain't knocking nobody who like a dark house but don't know kids want to be up in no dark like open the blinds let some sunlight in have some music playing lighten the energy smile you know kids are definitely they feel what you are putting out so even if you are dreading being at home with them kids like try to have a positive attitude about it because you know your kids can feel that and if you honestly think about it do we really want to make our kids feel like we don't like them so much that we don't even want to spend a couple of days with them like you know that's not an energy that we want them to feel we want them to know that you know they're loved and all of that so we definitely want to make sure that the energy in the house is of good energy even if you like myself are gonna have to work from home you know keep you know take a little break off the computer go in there check with them maybe do a little laughy laughy i love yous um you know and go back to work but definitely make sure that the energy in the home is light that it's positive energy maybe do some affirmations every morning a little prayer together but something just to kind of like i said create a light energy one of the most important things is we gonna have to practice what we preach, y'all. So re- remember, like, those expectations that we have for that teacher? Now it's our turn to walk in their shoes. It's gonna be our turn to practice this unreasonable amount of patience and self-control, all while making sure the child has the tools necessary to learn and understand what is being taught. Hell, many of us, me especially, is gonna need some parental tutoring because... Listen, first off, I talked so much in school, I hardly paid attention. Like, I hardly paid attention. And the way my memory is set up, like, I don't remember shit about fourth grade math. Like, long division, all that, I'm not even trying to cap. I don't know how to do that. What do you want me to do? Like, I can't help you. And the way they do stuff, like, the way the teachers want you to show the work and it got to be shown a particular way, like, I got the answer. Why does it matter how I got here? I'm here do you want the answer or not? Like, so I don't know. And I plan on blowing these teachers emails up with no shame. You, you are going to help me teach my child. Okay. I just want y'all to know if one of my son's teachers is listening, I am going to be blowing your email up. Okay. Cause I don't have time. Speaking of time, listen, I know that time management is going to be so important. Because my kids, our kids are really used to a structure, like having a schedule at this point. Like they get to school, they have breakfast, they have homeroom, they have a set time for language and they have this schedule. 
And if you're a stay-at-home mom, you already good on this because you already probably have a schedule in play. But for other of us, I think it's important that we try our hardest to keep them on a schedule instead of letting them be up all night, sleeping all day. Because we really don't know when this pandemic will be over. We really don't know how long they'll be out of school. And we want to make sure that the transition is smooth when it's time to go back to school. So, like, for me, I plan on waking up super early so I can get some work done while they're asleep. Not only that, but so that I can have some me time. Because I personally feel like now more than ever, it's going to be very necessary for me to have my self-care me time, like just some quiet, not me having to respond to kids' questions, not me having to worry about getting someone's breakfast started, just that little bit of time in the morning for me. If it's just me sitting in bed, if it's me deciding to go stretch in my backyard, whatever it is, it is just a little time for me. And I feel like, like I said, self-care during this time, is going to be so important. So whether you got to wake up a little early or go to sleep a little later, try to carve out at least 30 minutes of time for yourself. But you know what I'm saying? Make sure your kids have a schedule too, like ration them snacks out. I got three boys. So if I let them, they would literally eat my shit up all day long. So, you know, I'm going to have a little kitchen schedule. Um, You know, maybe like breakfast at 8, Snack at 10, lunch at 12, snack at 2, second lunch at 4, dinner at 7. But instead of just kind of letting them run amok because, like I said, we don't know what's going on with this pandemic. And what if they do close the grocery stores? You know, I'm I'm very like a nonchalant type person. I'm hoping they don't close the grocery stores, but I'm, I'm kind of prepared. But I dare sure ain't prepared to have four kids in this house Snacks ain't gonna let. I don't give a damn how much snacks I buy. I could spend twelve thousand dollars on snacks, and if I don't ration them boys out, that twelve thousand dollars worth of snacks will be gone in two weeks. I'm just saying, like, I need to be prepared, so I have to get them in the mind frame of thinking like we gotta ration these snacks out. Like people say, use your school stomach. Don't be here trying to eat up all the food, but. I'm also going to, like, try to meal prep their lunches and things. Like, if you go on YouTube or Pinterest, there are a million videos on, you know, stay-at-home moms, how they do their lunch preps and things like that. Because I want to make sure to be incorporating fruits and veggies in their meals as well. And um, I am not ashamed or above going to them schools and getting that free food they're giving out. Yes, we would like our lunch plates, ma'am. Because... Um, yeah, I mean, that food is for these kids. And definitely, you know, maybe we won't go every day, but, I mean, we definitely might roll up there and get us some of the free food from the school. No shame in my game. Um, also, it's important that we let these babies get some outside time, especially the younger kids, at least 30 minutes a day. Because, one, I read the virus don't like the sun, so... Yeah, let them be outside, get some of that natural vitamin D. Not only that, but they need to exert some of that energy, whether it's going for a walk, letting them run through the backyard, taking them to the little park in the neighborhood or in the apartments or close by you for like 30 minutes. 
because either they're going to exert that, they they have to get that energy out somehow. And I know a lot of us grew up in a time frame where your parents would just yell at you all day and tell you to sit down and don't move and don't jump and don't touch things. But that's just honestly not realistic, especially your like second and under. They, these kids get recess every day at school. So, you know, like I said, we kind of want to keep them in the groove of things and let them babies like, basically go get get some outside time you too you need to get out there get some sun stretch whether it's just taking a break away from your computer um you know even if it's during lunchtime they eat for 30 minutes and get 30 minutes of outside time while you're taking your lunch at work um and working from home but yeah just get get them active get them moving um even like when they first wake up maybe go for a little walk um make they asses take naps i feel like kindergarten and under should still be taking naps and i am a mama that is go take a nap you go take a nap we went outside i've you ate lunch go take a nap because again that quiet time is going to be vital for me at least 30 minutes to an hour a day i need some lilia time and Honestly, I'm very optimistic about this journey, about being able to contribute to my child's learning from home. I'm very optimistic about it, but I know that it's not going to be easy. And I know that I'm going to have to learn to practice patience rather than just simply praying for it. And what that looks like for me is being realistic about my expectations because I know a lot of time I want my kids to act like um, kids, but I expect them to have an adult mentality, meaning like I expect them to know certain things that honestly is just not realistic for a kid to know. So I have to make sure my expectations are age appropriate. I have to make sure that I am calming myself down and that I am reconsidering how I speak to them because this is really a time for me to evaluate my children. It's really a time for me to get to know them deeper with. And like I said, everything is about how you perceive it. And I'm taking this as a time to just slow down. Like I can watch my children, watch how they're interacting with each other, watch the conversations that they're having ask them questions. I get to really dig deep into how they learn, how they retain information. And yes, I feel like I'm a very involved parent, but I think it's a difference when you are at work for eight hours while your kids are at work for eight hours. And then when you come home, it's, um, you know, you in the hustle and bustle of getting bedtime schedules going. So this is just a time for me to really, as I'm taking it as an opportunity to really get to know them and looking at the glass half full it's just a time to connect with those closest to us which is my baby so you know and also I do think it's important that we are grateful and I'm grateful that my children have me as a mother um, and I'm grateful that my children's home is a safe place because I know that there are children I remember being that children where school was my safe haven where being away from home is what really was keeping me together and knowing that some kids are going to have to stay at home 
and their parents are abusive verbally and physically or they're lacking something, whether it's electricity, whether it's food um, or the essential just love. Um, I'm grateful that I can provide my children with those things. And I'm definitely praying for the children who are not going to be so happy um, or that are really, you know, going to be fighting to stay mentally in a good space um, because being at home is just not a good space for them. So I really think, you know, how will you guys connect with me on Instagram at Unapologetic Expressions? Y'all should know this by now. But um, if you like my podcast, y'all, don't be scared to share it. Support is free. Um, comment, rate it. Um, I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram at Unapologetic Expressions. Let me know what you guys like to hear. Just say what's up. Let me know if my content has been useful for you guys. Um, you know... I really want to know what you guys want to know, if there's anything I can help y'all with, if there's any topic of conversation you guys would like me to address. But I'm very grateful for the people who tune in every week. I'm grateful for the people that reached out to me when I missed last weekend. I mean, sorry, last week, and they reached out and was like, where's the podcast? Y'all really motivate me and encourage me. So I love y'all, and I will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye.